And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Skolansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Skolansky. And this week, we're going to watch two educators uh, <laughs> doing it in the closet. No, no, no. The, the, one of them is a 44-year-old virgin. And nobody right. would ever, nobody, I, I would ever admit to that. Well, why did you... Spoiler alert! That's literally <laughs> the end of the episode. What are you doing? Why I mean, are you, you spoiling the episode right uh, off the bat? We are literally 45 <laughs> seconds into the episode and you're spoiling it for everyone. I mean, it's a 25-year-old episode. Well, you're still spoiling it for everyone. Don't do that. <laughs> I but, think everybody uh, knows... Everybody who listens to our podcast already knows the end of the episode. <laughs> No, they would have heard they had to hear the episode to hear the end of the episode. All well, you right. could have given me a better setup. What? Not, no. You yes. could have been like, ew, two teachers doing it. That's ridiculous. I mean, adults have sex. Yeah. I don't think we ever, I don't, God, I, I don't think any of our teachers in our school were a thing. At least that I can no, think of. Not that I can think of. Teachers, teacher with principal, no one. I don't, no. I don't think, uh, I think I know of anyone in our school that is having having a relationship. No, I can't say that. I I recall any of it. And same same thing with like you know I I don't even know how it happens, but you always hear in the news some eighth grader and their <laughs> teacher falling in love and yeah, I, just, I I don't understand that didn't happen in our in our town either that I not, ever well, heard not of. that we know of. Yes, not that we ever know of. I heard will, of. I. I will say there is actually one teacher. I don't know if you had him at McKinley. He was a math teacher in, I believe it was eighth grade math. Math, Mister. Um, oh, I forget his name, but he's kind of a interesting guy, shall we say? Uh, yeah, apparently he was arrested for pedophilia. Um, so there's at least one teacher I know of who had inappropriate relations with students. All right. Well, I guess we knew one guy that went to our school. So this week we're talking about season eight, episode 19, grade school confidential. This is a parody of the 1958 film high school confidential starring Russ Tamblin and John drew Barrymore, which is apparently drew Barrymore's father. So yeah, I didn't know. I guess, I guess uh, acting is in the family sometimes and, Yes. Just seems seems that this uh this time we had it. But mm -hmm. once again, another old reference, just like last week with the untouchables. <laughs> this week we're getting another God damn these Simpson writers. But well, they're old. Well, they're it's old. Funny. It's funny. I don't know. So this episode was written by um someone named uh Rachel Paludio Paludo. Um, I, yeah. I don't know if she was in that same age group as, uh, Schwarzwelder or any of the other writers during season eight, but my guess is she is, or, or she didn't come up with the title of the episode. She just wrote the episode. Yeah. Maybe it was, I, yeah, I, I would probably assume she just wrote it. And they're like, whoa, what should we name it? And they're like... And then Josh Schwartzwelder or Bill Oakley or Josh Weinstein are like, hey, we like old things. We're going to call it this because it <laughs> yeah. makes sense and it's funny. 
Yes. But I've never seen the movie. So, no. you know. Um, it aired April 6th, 1997. So, Which, we had a little bit of a hiatus. We did. We uh we went uh like 3 weeks without an episode. They were yeah. probably like they were probably like Homer versus the 18th Amendment. This episode is so great. We need to take a moment of silence. I guarantee you it has nothing to do with that and has everything to do with <laughs> network scheduling. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. Um recap. A principal and teacher begin a secret romance. When Bart reveals it, they nearly lose their jobs. I Although, I hate this recap. They didn't nearly lose. Well, they did nearly lose their jobs, but it was of no, their own. It has nothing to do with that. It's the fact that this is The Simpsons. The recap could have just used the names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, they just, just use the names. Be, they just wanted to be secret. I don't know. Or, well, unlike okay, you, unlike you ruining an episode 44 <laughs> seconds in, they're like, hey, you know what? Who Who is it? Who could, the principal. Who could Who's be the role in? Oh, sure. There's only one <laughs> principal we know of in the show. I know pr- Principal Dundelinger. Isn't it that the high been... school? <laughs> sure. We don't know what school this romance happened at. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Considering Bart... <laughs> no, no, because it says Bart reveals it. So, obviously, it's the elementary school. <laughs> okay. This is a dumb recap. They, that, or they could have just used the principal's name and left out the teacher's name. Oh, sure. Yep. Uh, no chalkboard gag this week. Uh, we needed some time to uh, yeah. do this episode. Uh, the couch gag. The family floats into the room as blue soap bubbles... They pop when they hit the couch. And this is a repeat from Burns, Baby Burns. Yeah. Early, early episode. Was it Burns, Baby Burns? Like episode two or something? Something like that. It was, that was uh, a, pretty that early. Was, that was an early one. Yeah. So this week, uh, we're going to start out at Springfield Elementary School, where uh, Skinner gives the morning announcements. I'm assuming it's <laughs> the morning announcements, because that's usually when they do announcements. Yep. Um. And every kid in Bart's class is asleep because Skinner is boring. I mean, he could be boring or, you know, it's 8 a.m. They just got to school. They're still sleepy. And Principal Skinner, Skinner is just... boring. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, and I love I love the one announcement. Skinner's like, bake sale to raise money for the car wash has been canceled due to confusion. <laughs> yeah, why do you need a bake sale to raise money for car wash? Because what the car wash... I get that's the chip. <laughs> no, no, no. They they don't have the money for the soap and sponges and buckets. Uh, so they so got to raising the... money to buy that to do the car. Exactly. Uh, that seems convoluted and confusing, and it and it was canceled. <laughs> yes. Um, and so Skinner tells the kids they can resume their learning. Uh, he's like, I love it. He's like, you can resume your learning in five, four, three, <laughs> two. And then, like, ends, ends his... Like, why did you need to count down? He thought it was funny. Principal Skinner <laughs> thinks he's a comedian. He's not. He should stick to his day job. <laughs> and even that, maybe not. Um, and so Edna says, it's hard keeping the kids awake, as it is, because it's boring, <laughs> and pulls out a firecracker that she has a drawer full of, probably confiscating from Bart Nelson. Yep, that makes sense. 
And uh, she she like she lights it, she throws it in the aisle, and it, you know goes off, and all the kids wake up. And then uh, Martin, who was sleeping, or at least had his head on his desk, uh, raises his hand, and he's like, "I have an announcement to make as well." And and is like, <laughs> "Can I wait until I'm retired?" Yeah, I mean, I don't remember. I don't remember anyone in class making like this type of announcement. No. Usually it was just here's your birthday card or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, Martin asks the kids to come to his birthday party and uh, puts an invitation on Nelson's desk. And Nelson's like, <laughs> and he's like, oh, here you go. And Martin picks up, here you go, Nelson. <laughs> oh, here you go, Nelson. I said, and he knocks it off one more time. I mean, yeah, I Martin thought... didn't get the hint. I thought they were friends because of the the lemon episode where you know they kind of you know hung out together. Eh, that that was probably not long lived because Martin is annoying. Yeah, I and mean, Nelson's a bully. Also, whenever we did birthday uh, birthday card or birthday invitations, I thought we just put them in like locker. Like I always remember just putting them in my friends' lockers. I don't I, think I, I ever don't really. Remember. I don't think I ever really passed them out. And I know, like at uh, like Elliot's daycare. <laughs> Like we just put them in their cubbies and then their parents found the invitations. We didn't actually, because if you don't want to invite every, that's the thing. Like, that's why if you don't invite someone, it's kind of like, you like, you don't bring enough cookies for all the kids in class. You get in trouble. Same thing. Like you don't want to make anyone feel left out. I honestly cannot tell you how I invited kids to birthdays. Maybe mom and dad did it. Well, okay. Let me rephrase that. Maybe our mother did it for me because God knows dad wasn't going to do it. Um, but yeah, I I, I I think once I hit middle school, I would just ask my friends and be like, hey, I'm having a birthday this weekend. Can you just check with your parents to make sure you're good to come? And they're like, sure. But like from like kindergarten through like fifth grade, I I honestly don't remember. Yeah. I really don't. I couldn't tell you. Um, God, I mean, even for my bar mitzvah, I don't remember. I know I asked, I mean, there was like 10 of us that went to a hockey game because my birthday's in February, but I couldn't tell, I couldn't tell you how I remember asking. them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, now we see Homer driving Barton Millhouse around in a wagon attached to the lawnmower. And the wagon has a little sign that says space shuttle. So, you know, Homer's trying to entertain Barton Millhouse. And uh, so, yeah, Homer is pretending to drive, like, the shuttle, I guess. And he gets a phone call. He pretends, sorry, Homer pretends he gets a phone call from uh, President Richard Nixon. (laughs) (laughs) He imitates Richard Nixon. He's like, rah, 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 with his fingers in his air, like the not a crook thing that Richard Nixon did. And... Bart and Milhouse are bored. They're not having fun. And Milhouse is like, Bart, this is boring. <laughs> I guess we da- could go I'm to that. Our dad never decided to do weird shit like that with our friends. No, we just, we just threw baseballs around or, you know, we did I sports mean, stuff. Now, now the other question was, did someone ask for this? <laughs> did Bart actually be like, Hey, can you pull us in this wagon? Or like, it doesn't even no sound idea. like something they would do. Well, I think the whole point was, as, as the as the next line goes, Bart's like, well, I guess we could go to Martin's party. So I don't think Bart and Milhouse wanted to go to Martin's party. 
And so oh. they figured, hey, let's hang out with Homer. And then Homer's super boring. So they're like, uh, screw it. Let's try Martin's party. And Melhouse is like, I don't know. If we're seen there, it'll definitely take our social standing down a notch. Or it's like, <laughs> we're we're at what now? Three? <laughs> Melhouse is like, three and a half. We get beat up, but we get an explanation. Jeez. <laughs> well, so what is this? But okay, what is the social scale? Is it out of ten? Has to be right. They're still getting be- beat up at no. Okay, five? no, because if you're getting beat, you shouldn't be getting beat up at three and a half out of five. That's no, like you get, not... no, you get beat up, but you no. get told why. So five no, is you're, you're at the top of the chain. Four, you're kind of in the mix. Three, you're getting beaten up. Two, you're getting no, beaten you won't up be with... no, no, you won't be getting beat up at three. That's mid. That's not gonna get you beat up. You're just that's it. That's you're either ignored. Or you're not like it's. I don't think you're getting beat up at three and a half out of. I don't five. know. Ten seems kind of high to have <laughs> three getting beaten up though. No, you would be getting if you were three out of ten. You're definitely getting your ass kicked. Yeah, but I don't think you'd be getting an explanation at three, uh, three and a half. I feel like at three, maybe it's out of like seven. I don't know because I feel like <laughs> three and a half out of five. I feel like you're above getting getting beat up. What's one? Uh. <laughs> Swirly, <laughs> and uh, so you know, Homer uh, continues driving the lawnmower, but he gets tangled up in the hammock, and like it just like his face goes in it, and like he keep, continues to drive, and then like it bounces him back, and he gets all tangled like a, a mess. And uh, yeah, oh boy, Homer. Uh, so now we go to Martin's party. He's got a bounce house, horse riding croquet in a small little band three three man band um and apparently his parents also sprung for an ice sculpture that is of martin yeah we do learn uh, at like this past i think it was this past season that martin's parents are doctors so they yeah. make they make a lot of money yeah and so i love so you know bart goes in grabs some punch and he breaks all, all the th- three of the fingers off the ice sculpture. You know, I don't ice. know why I've never <laughs> thought of things like that. Like, I've been at a few parties with ice sculptures. I know, I feel like the country club during, like, when we went for Thanksgiving oh, and yeah. a few other things, they had some ice sculpture. I never thought about breaking uh, off chunks and using the ice to, to cool my drink. That's a good idea. Because we're, we're, we're not as smart as Bart. Nope. Well, also, I feel like with the ice sculpture, there was also, like, ice cubes. Weren't like there? A, no, I don't. And maybe like a bowl? bowl, maybe. I, I yeah, it's more fun. But, it's more fun breaking off Martin's fingers. Correct. Um, and so uh, Edna comes up from behind Bart. And she's like Bart, and uh, Mrs. K. Hey, it's Saturday. Your powers are useless against me. And Edna's like, relax. I'm just here to have fun, like everybody else. Don't think of me as a teacher. Okay. So, mm-hmm. And Bart and Mrs. Kerbapple look at each other and laugh nervously. A few moments of awkward silence pass, and Bart's like, "Excuse me," and he just like walks away and just yeah. stands. I mean, I never minded talking to my teachers at school, but every time I saw him outside of school, I was like, "Hi, don't I teach me the, anything." Yeah, I think. I think the only teacher I think I ever saw outside of school was my uh, 
freshman and senior Spanish teacher. And I I would talk to her here and there because usually I was with mom. So like it was what it was, but like, I don't ever remember seeing teachers outside of school. No, I mean, it was always with mom. Like every yeah. time we saw our, our, our teachers outside of school and not only that, but my mom still is to this day. It's like, I saw your fifth grade <laughs> English teacher. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. She's like, Oh, she thought you're doing so great. I'm like, I'm 40. Yeah. I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's done. It's <laughs> over. I don't even remember once, her name. Yeah. I, uh, one, once you hit 21 or graduate from college, I don't care anymore. And it's I almost wonder, one. well, I mean, maybe it's cause mom's a teacher or was a teacher, Yeah. but I wonder how many, like, do teachers really remember all their students? Like real, I mean, I guess I'm a, I'm an awesome person, so I, I can't see why our <laughs> teachers wouldn't remember me. But on average, on average, do teachers really remember all of their students even 30 years later? I I I can't imagine. So I, you know, unless the only, the only way I could see a teacher remembering a student is if they were just like so good that they were annoying. Like, you know, (laughs) they're one of those kids that like had to get a 4.0 and like talk to the teacher about like, you know, the, you know, getting extra credit and all that, those kind of kids. Well, it's on or, both levels. It's on both levels. Either really good yeah, or, or really, really bad. bad. I was That's yeah. what I was going to say. Or on the flip side, they were just so much trouble in school that they remember them that if, like, they end up in jail or they're able to turn their life around and, you know, excel in life. Felt like me, I, I can't imagine any of my teachers remembering me. Because I didn't, yeah. did my work, and that was that. I guess. I guess has has mom done that to you though? Oh, I just I ran into your yada 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 teacher. I think she did it to me once a couple of years ago. I, I know she's done it a few times. I think the last time was a, I think maybe a year after the pandemic, maybe in twenty twenty one. But she normally doesn't do it to me. I just, I, I just don't care. Yeah. Um. So. We see kids in the bounce house as, you know, people should be in a bounce. I mean, of any yeah. of, of anything at Martin's party, bounce house is definitely probably the hot spot. Oh, that's for that's, sure. that's where everyone should be. And for sure. uh, as Ralph is pulled by uh, the top of the horse um, as they're <laughs> passing, you know, by in front, and you know, Ralph does not like being on the horse. Yeah, like, he's just all. crying. Yeah, I mean, my kid, crying. my kid hates horse. Well, okay, to be fair, my kid has never been on a horse. But okay. every time we go to a place with a horse, he's like, hell no. No. What? No. Like, but he is... go in but he would go into a cage to go in the ocean to pet a shark. He would rather ride a shark than ride a horse. <laughs> Your kid is weird. <laughs> yes. Absolutely yes. I completely agree. But I mean I guess it would be cool to ride a shark. I can't say it's not cool to I ride mean... a shark. But um yes, he he absolutely does not want to ride a horse. Um, and then okay. there's other kids watching uh, the mathematician. No, no, mathematician. Sorry, mathematician. Sorry. Um, who is uh, based on Bill Gates, like his look, glasses, yeah. everything, based on Bill Gates because he's a smartass. So, of course, yeah. they got a Bill Gates lookalike to come to Martin's yeah. party. And, uh, you know, Bart calls him, hey, Houdini. 
and uh, saw Martin in half. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and the kids are now disappointed to learn he's a math magician, not a uh, real magician. (laughs) Which, I don't, I mean, I could see cool math type things being done with numbers, but realistically like the best not at a birthday party nobody wants nobody wants math at a birthday party no not math but magician would be fun so like a lot of the a lot of the quote unquote magic tricks that i learned were with cards but they were number based like Uh... they were they weren't like make like make my card reappear disappear that sort of stuff it was here choose a card i'm gonna do all these counting based things with the cards yeah. And I'll find your card. Like, it was really weird. It's really cool. Like, when I learned a few of them, I'm like, oh, that's a cool trick. But it's not really a trick, per se. It's more you learned how to manipulate the cards in a certain way yeah. for the card to appear. But So I Correct. think that type of math-type magic trick is good. What, But what this guy was doing is he wrote an equation on a board and did, it was 22,893 divided by 7, which... He does correctly the the first time. Then he writes the exact same equation down and puts a three instead of a four for the first part of the division equation. And Lisa corrects him, which he replies that it's a magic seven. <laughs> and uh, the mathematician <laughs> also multiplies the seven by the three, which you're supposed to do to get the thing below the denominator. Or what's that thing called? I don't know. It's been a while since I've math, yeah. but instead of seven times three being 21, he wrote down 22. So yeah, this, so what, okay. Was he saying, okay. The only thing I could think of, and this would ever make sense is he did the real math problem. And then he was like, okay, here's the same math problem, but I'm going to do a magic trick associated with this math problem. It's going to poof magically be the right answer. But I don't, I don't know. I, we didn't get to see the end of the He's math. He's just trick. a terrible mathematician. Or that. But we don't get to see the rest of that trick because now we get to see Edna sitting by herself, smoking a cigarette, when Skinner stops by to ask if he can join her. And Edna says, it's a free country. (laughs) But Skinner doesn't quite (laughs) understand that he could just sit down because it's a free country. I like it. But, you know, to be fair, he should have just realized that, uh, you know, he was in the army, he was defending his country, free country, but Skinner's an idiot. So, yes, you know, before before we get into it even more, I just want to let everyone know. So the writer that I mentioned earlier, Rachel Perduto, took inspiration for this episode from Bart the Lover. And and this was specifically because Miss Kerbopple's line to Bart about refusing to date Principal Skinner was because his mommy won't let him out to play. Uh, and so, so I bring this up because after they're sitting there, you know, Edna tells Seymour to sit down and he thinks that it might be nice to talk to a grown up for a change. And yes. Principal Skinner's like, well, this party is certainly a break in my routine. You know, normally I spend my Saturdays carefully laying out my clothes for the following week. <laughs> then I stroll down to the car wash to see if Gus is there. I, I, we never met <laughs> Gus. Where's this guy? I want to hear the Gus story at the car wash. Yeah. And Kerbobble's like, oh yeah, gotta keep busy. I collect matchbooks from glamorous nightclubs. It's amazing. If you just write them and ask them nicely, 
<laughs> which I mean, that's a cool hobby. I mean, sure. I never would have thought about it, but going to like bars, nightclubs, especially like yeah. in Vegas to collect, you know, matchbooks or something from places you visit. That's kind of a cool hobby. I'm, I'm okay with that. Miss uh, Edna. And Skinner's like, is this how you man- managed your life? Edna? It's like, well, yes. But then I was a very depressed child. <laughs> so she thought about growing up to going to kids' birthday parties while she was a teacher. And Skinner, you know, raising mm-hmm. a glass to poor decisions. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I don't even know if Mar- did Mar- Martin had to have invited him. Right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, he's the teacher's pet. Maybe? He had to have invited the principal and he not, uh, and, uh, right? I yeah. would think so. I would think so. So then we see Skinner's mother spying on him and it tells him he isn't supposed to play in the neighbor's yard. So that's why I brought up the inspiration for the episode because his mommy yeah. didn't let him to come out and play. Um, yeah. And we see that uh, Skinner's mom is being a, uh, a cock block on yeah. this one. I don't know if they're actually planning on hooking up at this point, but no, Skinner, Skinner's mom's a cock block cock blocker on this one and she's not she's just being rude or that and uh skinner explains that he's at a party that he was invited to and she says she must have been invited to (laughs) and jumps over the fence no only only seymour was invited go home uh agnes yeah isn't she still dating super nintendo chalmers superintendent chalmers (laughs) yes superintendent chalmers that's what i said um and Seymour uh-huh. asks Ed, Edna if he can help him and they go into the playhouse um now I wonder what happened like Agnes runs around the fence or something and just they're completely gone She's she gives up doesn't go looking for him just heads back home yeah <laughs> um and so uh Ralph plays uh is playing pin the tail on the donkey with uh Mar- with, with Martin or Bart was it Martin not Martin. No, he was just playing by himself. Just keep oh, going. Was he? Yes. Oh. And, uh, you know, he misses and starts to cry. Doesn't he hit like a cactus or a tree or something? No, oh, no. he misses. He, gets... he, he hits the paper, but he misses the donkey. Yeah, the tail goes on the other end. Um, And then we see Bart trying to, quote unquote, help Milhouse pin the tail on the donkey. By leading him into a cactus. That's right. Mark Milhouse went to the cactus. And uh, Milhouse uh, starts to not feel well. What could it be? And then he runs around and throws up in the bounce house. That Ew. has to be the grossest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I've ever thrown up at a birthday party. Thank God. No, I've never thrown up at a birthday party either. Well, yeah. unless you count drinking too much. <laughs> well... I guess maybe at a kid's birthday party, because because all the other kids start feeling. I never sick threw too. it up when I was a kid at a kid's birthday. <laughs> no, and Martin's dad tells his mom they shouldn't have they should have served cake instead of oysters. Well, no shit. Yeah, for, for yeah, no, for elementary school kids, yeah, cake. I I'm surprised the kids would eat the oysters. That's the other thing. What kids are eating <laughs> oysters? My kid won't touch anything that's not mac and cheese or pizza or plain noodles. I can't imagine or chicken nuggets or chicken. Nu- I can't imagine any of these kids <laughs> thinking, Hey, oysters, things. And like, that's gross. I've seen, I, I have never in my life eaten oysters no. either. I've, like, I've, eaten, I, I've eaten oysters. 
I've eaten oysters once. They're okay. They're a little salty. I've been to an, I've been to a, by, like, okay, so I've, I might, yeah, I've been to an oyster bar before, and I've walked by an oyster bar before, and I've looked at people's plates, and I'm like, nah, no thanks. I think I'll yeah. uh, not do that. I, kids, the only kid there that would probably eat it is Martin. Yeah, I know. And the other kids, you know, as they start feeling sick, start throwing up, and Martin's like, Martin yells, <laughs> my party's been ruined. And Nelson punches him in the stomach, and then he starts to get sick. And once again, I don't know why Nelson's even eating these things. And, uh, you know, Bart walks over to Lisa, who's being carried out of the party on a stretcher. And uh, Bart's like, why Why did you eat it? And uh, or Lisa's like, Bart, how come you're not sick? And Bart's like, eh, I gave my oysters to the cat. <laughs> Why'd you eat them? I thought you were a vegetarian. It's like, I didn't. I just wanted to leave. Yeah. Bart feeding his oysters. Why well, would I mean I guess Bart's kind of a jerk. <laughs> well look, he didn't want look, he was smart. He didn't want to eat the oysters. Yeah. No one else wanted to eat the garbage oysters. Was that the only <laughs> food there? Like it, I feel I feel I, like at like... this party there'd be like carrot, like I'm talking like vegetables, fruits, nothing like good like cake, but I'm yeah. sure there's there had to be other things at the party besides the oysters. Yeah, I think like when you first see like the punch, I thought there was like little sandwiches. Maybe. Yeah, that too. Yep, sandwiches. Yeah. So now we see Kerbopal and Skinner uh, hiding in Martin's playhouse, and uh, Skinner's like more tea, Edna. And Kerbopal, what kind of a little what kind of little boy has a tea set? Huh? I think we <laughs> both know the answer to that. A lucky boy. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Does and Skinner so, have a tea set? Skinner must have a tea set. Yes. Uh and it tells Seymour that there is an innocence to him that can be quite charming. And Skinner compliments Anna on her tart honesty and uh being offended by trends. Um okay. And so and then Skinner flirt a little more, and Skinner says, Ah the heck with it, and he kisses Edna. And while he's kissing Edna, Bart oh sees God. it happen. Bart, I, you know, it's funny that uh, Bart didn't just go home. Like, Lisa obviously was yeah. gone. I guess Bart just wanted to hang out more at the Martin's house? I guess. Watch the watch the uh, shit show that was the Oysters. I guess so. I, uh, guess, I guess Bart's the type of guy that would watch shit going down. Yeah, so now we're back at school, and uh, uh, Skinner is, uh, isn't he, he's outside, like, yep. saying hi to the kids. Yeah, he's and... he's in he's in seventh heaven right now. Yeah. He got to and make so... out with Edna Krabappel. You only yeah. get one chance with oh, Edna Oh, no, Krabappel. I'm sorry, no, 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 I'm sorry, that's a little bit later. Um, so, uh, Skinner, no, Skinner and Edna are getting their lunch in the lunchroom. And uh oh, that's Bart, right. Yeah, I I skipped ahead like a whole section. Uh, and Bart, you know, is telling kids, "There I was <laughs> at the party, and what did I see?" And he's just about to spill the beans that Edna and Seymour were kissing, but uh, Bart is like yell talking, so Seymour and Edna overhear him, and uh, I love how like Skinner's like, "Good gravy," and the lunch the lunch guy's like, "Oh, thanks." It's just brown and water. Oh my god. Brown, brown and water. I don't want to know what brown it. is. I don't want to know. I love know. it. I love it. Um, it's great. 
And so instead of going over to Bart and telling him he needs to go to the principal's office, Skinner runs out of the cafeteria <laughs> to his office and over the loudspeaker tells Bart to come to his office immediately. Well, I feel like in that gets... time, Bart could have told. Well, maybe. Yeah, probably. But you, I think the whole point of Skinner not going up to Bart, though, was like, Bart would have been like, shove off, man. I'm telling him your story. <laughs> Whereas yeah. if he's out of the out of the room and Bart hears, he's like, OK, I guess I got to go. Yeah. And so uh, so now we see Bart in Skinner's office and Skinner and Kerbopel are trying to convince him that he didn't see the kiss. Yeah. And Skinner's like, no, Bart, son. I don't know what you think you saw, but uh, let me assure you, uh, Kerbopel steps in. What Seymour, oh, what Principal Skinner means to say, Bart, is that sometimes a little boy's imagination can run away with him. <laughs> or it's like, that's the best you can do? You could have at least said you were giving your CPR or rehearsing a play. <laughs> and Skinner's like, is it too late to say that? And Bart's <laughs> like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, it uh, is. So uh, Edna and Seymour are, you know, concerned that if people found out that they would see it as a conflict of interest, which, you know, also Skinner is Edna's boss. And normally in that scenario, you need to get paperwork signed out. Yeah, but I I think the bigger picture is could can real someone really I mean yes so in any work environment you can get the paperwork signed and you guys could date yeah and more but I almost feel like it's still a conflict of interest regardless like inside what, of a school though I don't really think so because really? the, the, no 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 the, she could get a higher budget like like Skinner's like oh we'll give you more money for your budget uh, for your I, classroom. I, I, I mean, this is Springfield Elementary. We're talking about what budget? <laughs> hey, fair enough. But whatever budget they have can go to her outdated textbooks. Um, I, I, I again, what budget? But uh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't really know. I don't think that's how it works. I think, uh, I mean, maybe it is. I don't know how budgets for like within once the school has their set budget and then like they allocate for different grades and different teachers. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but yeah, they definitely have to go to Superintendent Chalmers and get some paperwork signed. Correct. Um, and I do do like to point out there is a picture of the school in Skinner's office <laughs> on the wall, and it's actually colored purple, which was the original color in like the first couple of seasons. It was. Right? If you guys remember us talking about that during like season one when Bart skateboards <laughs> out of the school. I made a comment about that. Go back. <laughs> if you guys are listening, starting here, like this is like your first episode ever. Thanks for finding us, but yeah. go back to episode like one through 13. And yeah. we talk about the real color of the school when Bart like skateboards out of the school and it goes yeah, in the school purple. and everything. So go check that out. And now it's yellow. Yeah. Maybe they repainted the school. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Skinner says there are people who might use it for their own advantage. Bart's like, like, like myself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole school, I mean, I don't, I, I mean, if everyone knows, I don't know how then, much advantage anyone has anymore. Like if, it's, if the rumor gets out, like if Bart actually keeps it as a secret and threat, he has all the threat, he has some leverage. So I don't know if he'd actually go back and tell his friends. You know no. what I mean? Well, like, well, after this conversation, why would you? It's like, oh, I can get straight A's without even doing anything. Exactly. 
And so Skinner tells Bert that if there's one thing he has learned repeatedly in life <laughs> is that he knows when he is beaten. Yeah, because you kind of beat yourself by saying, oh yeah, anybody can use this against us. Yeah. Because it doesn't sound like Bart had thought of it until Skinner had said something. Exactly, because Bart's an eight, uh, Bart's a 10-year-old. He doesn't quite yeah. get, he doesn't get quite get blackmail. Although <laughs> I feel like he's blackmailed Homer before. Probably. Um, and so now we go to the permanent record depository. There's a sign <laughs> on there. It says, warning, trespassing will be noted on your permanent record. Do you remember the days when like, oh, this is going to go on your permanent record and uh, you'll never get a job. And it's like, once you're in college, nobody cares. I know. Like <laughs> nothing. Well, even after like, okay. So I, I mean, high school it it feels like nothing although like lisa lisa feels like this is is true like remember yes. when she didn't get a she got an f in gym and she couldn't yes. be president of the united states like yeah. lisa has has this mentality although they might have been driven into her head yes and i don't know if nowadays that sort of thing even exists like if you don't go, do good in elementary school if you don't do good in middle school your life's going to suck like i don't know well, if that mentality well, i mean really your life exists. could suck well it's not i don't i agree i don't think a permanent well i mean maybe there is a quote-unquote permanent record i mean i'm sure there's files on every student well yeah like, i guess stuff does get submitted to colleges for you know admissions but like if you're a bad student yeah your life is probably gonna suck unless <laughs> yeah. you unless you turn into jeff bezos overnight exactly um, and so Edna pulls out Bart's permanent record and it is just a stack. <laughs> it is. It is a 2,000 page book. We, this isn't the first time we've seen the stack. No. Did we see the stack in like uh, the the episode where Bart's a genius? Like, did they have yeah. like Bart's like permanent record stack there too? I, I don't know if it was his permanent record or just his like um, his uh, behavioral folder of like all the stuff he's done. I don't oh, necessarily know if that was like his permanent record, but they did have, but they had two folders for that. Yes, they did. This was one. And, uh, and it's like, as you know, Bart, your permanent record will one day disqualify you from all, but the hottest and noisiest jobs. I mean, look, here's the thing. There ain't nothing wrong with doing, going to trade school. Those guys make a ton of money. I I know electric like that's why people like being in my industry, like the enter the yeah. entertainment install industry, because dude, going out on houses and root and you know pulling wire and you know install, it's a lot of hard work, and you got to be yeah. smart and you get paid for it. Oh yeah, so I, I don't know if that's really the threat, and thinks it is. Um, and Skinner proposes to Bart that he keeps their secret. And uh, they'll they'll put somebody else's name on his uh, permanent <laughs> record, like Millhouse's, which is just oh a folder, basically, because he's a good kid. Yep. And so Bart's like, deal. And Skinner's like, it's a great day for forbidden love. But it doesn't have to be forbidden unless he, yeah. unless, so remember, you know, in the Sideshow Bob episode where Sideshow Bob was like, you only get one chance yeah. with Ed Knickerbopple and Maybe yeah. that was meant to be like, okay, and there's a swinger sort of thing. Like yeah. she, she got her heart broken by Gordy Howe. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and so now, now she's like, all right, well, I'm going to do a, like a one and done sort of thing or, yeah. you know, yeah, try to hit it off. over. It's, it's done. 
exactly exactly so maybe skinner knows i don't know if he necessarily knows her reputation at this point but he's like okay we better keep it secret i don't want people to know that i'm dating edna yeah yeah so uh skinner and edna are eating dinner and on her uh dining room table she has a charlie brown candle yep um nice little easter egg and uh skinner's like "Mm, this dessert is 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 exquisite what do you call it applesauce is there like, cinnamon in it is it cinnamon applesauce is that why, is that why it's, it's applesauce i mean i do like me a good applesauce yeah um and skinner chuckling he goes oh of course i'm sorry uh, i don't get out to restaurants much and and there's like that's okay i don't entertain much usually it's just soup for one salad for one wine for three <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And uh Skinner says he thought he would always fall for a woman like his mom, even oh, though he didn't want to, and now that he hasn't, he has discovered what true <laughs> happiness could be. Yeah, that's kind of like a big thing in psychology is you tend to like fall in love with somebody who like kind of have the attributes of your parents. Yeah, I didn't fall for that trick either. No. Well, I mean, dad can be, I mean, I guess Shay's not that sociable like mom and dad. But dad can be kind of quiet. I mean, he kind of keeps to himself a little bit. And I know, I think Shay does a little bit, doesn't she? Yeah. I I know she's quiet. Well, dad doesn't keep, well, I mean, aside from, oh, no, I mean, you kind of have to look at, okay, like the internet? Dude's yeah. all over the internet talking to every person in the world. <laughs> yeah. At baseball games, he literally just butts in on... I feel like he butts in on people's <laughs> conversations. Uh, I, I know I've done that. I'm, I'm definitely kind of dead when it comes to sports a little <laughs> bit. Um, yeah, you definitely did not marry anybody like either of our parents. No. Just, I mean, I, I mean, myself, I'm outgoing i like doing things which is kind of like mom but i'm not nosy and i don't have to be involved with literally (laughs) i actually i actually am like the opposite of mom like i don't want to be involved in anything unless i'm invited into it correct like i like sitting on the sidelines i like being in groups like participating but i don't do anything unless it's like i'm invited into it and then i'm completely involved no, like, usually, like, parties, my social meter just gets drained really quickly. And so, like, if I'm at a party and, like, I've had enough, I'm just going to sit there and people watch. Yeah, people watching's fun. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so then Edna tells Skinner to swallow his applesauce and kiss her. And he said he already swallowed it, <laughs> basically, while Edna was talking. <laughs> And then Edna kisses him. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I swallowed it already. Um, so she, so you, you follow directions. Good job. <laughs> yeah. And uh, as they're making out, uh, we see the candle burning down to Charlie Brown shorts. How long were they making out? Hey, man, I, uh, I like uh, a good, I like a good makeout sesh. I mean, when I was, I mean, in... I, depending on how tall that candle is and how what like the rate of like wax melting. I don't know what twenty minutes. Maybe. I mean, when I was when I was in high school, middle school, high school, I had some good makeout sessions, so I'm I'm okay with Skinner's time time frame. Yeah. Um 
And so then now we see Skinner hanging out in front of the school. He's uh he's uh high on love right now. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't give a crap. He's like, "Good morning, students. Way to go there, Wendell. There's Ralph. He knows the score." <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> Jimbo, how's that hat today? Janie, Janie, Bofaney. She, he's just, he's just high on love, man. Oh, yeah. doesn't care. Doesn't care what's going on. And so yeah. now we see at end up teaching the kids about uh, fire safety. And uh, we get a note uh, that Skinner asked Bart to deliver to Garoppolo. So Edna's uh, teaching kids about fire safety. She's like, the only way to survive a deadly blaze is, Oh heck, life's too short for fire safety. Let's go outside and pick wildflowers. <laughs> yeah, screw wild, screw fire safety. I mean, the school will take care of it. I mean, it, they do fire <laughs> drills and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then all the kids run outside, but Bart is called to the principal's office post haste. <laughs> uh, dude's learning that he made a deal with the devil. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, Skinner has a letter for Edna. That it is personal and confidential. Yeah. And he, I'm sure Bart knows what that means. Yeah, he doesn't well, know what that Skinner, means. Skinner tells Bart for Edna's eyes only. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he knows. He does yeah. not know. And then he goes out in the hall. I like how he goes out in the hallway and like he opens up the letter and Skinner's like, I hear a reading. <laughs> yeah. And the note reads, Dear Edna, I want to see more. Uh, quote unquote, see more of you. <laughs> How about another secret rendezvous? Forever yours, Principal Skinner. And, uh, <laughs> yep. So now they go to the Aztec and we see the marquee. Marquee reads movie with air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it must be pretty, it can get pretty hot like in the movie late? theater. I was like, well, that is it like late? Is it like late in the school year? Is this like May or June? Yeah, like, I mean, I feel like I feel like if we're gonna follow normal TV show timeline, yeah, because remember we just hit St. Patrick's Day last yeah, episode, so it's definitely it's we're we're uh, warming up and yep. we're starting cool to. Place? Yep, we're hey. starting to we're starting to head into summer. Yep, and what better way to cool off than go see a movie? Yep, and so Edna and Skinner secretly meet at the Aztec, which, why are they secret? They're grown-ups! Yeah. Like, they if it's the school they don't want to see, like, maybe this is just <laughs> truly, like, they don't want anyone in the town of Springfield to know they're dating. Yeah. Which, who else cares? No one's gonna care. Yeah. And, like, and, the fact of the matter is, okay, let's say they are seen together. They're two adults. Exactly! Doesn't matter. And so Skinner had his uh, thermos of cola confiscated at the door. <laughs> now I, now I remember the days where you could, when you went to a movie theater, they were like, no food, no drink, mm-hmm. you nothing. had to buy theirs. You had to buy theirs. They would kick you out. Now I don't know if this was across the country, but at least in our hometown, they fr- it was wholly frowned upon. Now we got to a point where I started wearing like Jinkos, big jeans, mm-hmm. I could stuff like. 20 ounce I khaki sodas shorts, and key- man, or khaki yeah. pants. Yep. So I, I always stuck stuff in. I know our parents yeah. always stuck popcorn in. Remember those days? What? Your mom and dad stuck popcorn in the movie theater? No. What? Yeah. 
No. Yeah, I went to a few movies with them where they like popped the popcorn at home and brought it brought it to the movie theater with them. How? Yeah, I don't. Put I, it in mom's I honestly, purse. Yeah, I think it was just in a bag, like in a Ziploc bag or something in mom's purse. Yeah. You know, back back in our day when we were kids, popcorn was like three bucks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Cheapskates. No shit. Um, but uh, um. Superintendent Chalmers uh, decides he's going to the movie too. Whatever mm-hmm. movie they're going to go see. And he sees them. And Chalmers asks, what are they doing there? And they lie saying they're on a field trip <laughs> with a student in the middle of the night. Yeah. Dude, just I think, say well, we want, think... we're friends. We wanted to go see a movie. Yeah. Or, or they didn't even have to say that. They just, you know, they both they ran, ran into, into each, each other. other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I mean, Skinner gets, but here's the thing: Skinner gets flustered around Chalmers. He does, and so he can't I, think straight. I wish, you know, I know this isn't the normal situation, but I am sad we didn't get a Skinner like <laughs> just down the down the aisle as he's like yeah. coming to sit with them. Yeah, kind of, kind of disappointing. Um, yeah. and uh, Skinner, you know, was like asked Edna to give her give him the car keys. Like car keys, car keys. I gotta go. <laughs> And uh, Skinner runs out and gets Bart, who's in his pajamas. So clearly, he broke into the Simpsons' home <laughs> and kidnapped a child. What kind or, of educator does this? Or he was, or he like knocked on the door and Homer answered, and Skinner's like, "I need to borrow your your son," <laughs> and because it's Homer, he's like, "Okay, here you go." I to grab yes. him out of bed. It's like this has got to be like nine ish, nine ten o'clock at night. Uh, yes, because because Bart's like, where am I? I know. And how far into the movie did Skinner miss? Right like when he when he got back to the movie theater, how much of this movie has he missed already? All of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Bart is half asleep, and Tomer asks Bart if he thinks uh, they filmed in Atlanta. Bart says, "I don't know. I don't think it's important." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I really dislike watching movies either at home or at the movie theater and people are like talking through it. It's like watch the movie. Yep. That's what it's there and, for. And so, so according to the commentary track on this episode, when uh Superintendent Chalmers comments, "You think they actually filmed this in Atlanta?" the commentators or whatever, like whoever's in the writer's room said this, the movie that they are watching is called yeah. the big chill. Oh, um, I know the name of the movie. I've never I've seen it. it. I've heard of it. Yeah. I know the name <laughs> of the movie. I've never seen it, but that's what movie these guys went to go see because clearly they couldn't put it on the marquee. Cause they'd rather have that. The movie has air conditioning as opposed yeah. to the name of the movie on the marquee. So, uh, gotcha. Um, but, uh, Skinner brings Bart over to his house after, so next, probably next day, weekend, Yeah. but Skinner brings, uh, Bart over to his house to keep his mom busy because Agnes doesn't approve of him dating. Because remember, remember like the Bart, you know, Bart refusing to date or end a date for refusing to date principal Skinner because his mommy won't let him go out and play. Yeah. Which. Once again, I they must have broken up. Superintendent Chalmers and Agnes must have broken up or something. Like they must yeah, not something. be together. They must not yeah. be together anymore. Um, and uh, you know, Bart's like Bart's just like, I can't take much more of this. 
he's, he's get he's he's about ready to crack. Yeah. And so Bart and Agnes are looking through photo albums filled with pictures of cakes. And uh and uh yeah, the the um book, the cake book, Agnes's cake book, uh were designed the cakes in there were designed to accurately resemble the real life versions of those cakes. Except so, we never saw the pictures. A little bit. We kind of saw them yeah. kind of over the over the side. They wanted the artist to do a good job. Yeah. And uh Agnes is like, I collect pictures of cakes that I clip out of magazines. It all started in 1941, when Good Housekeeping featured a photo of a lovely cake. I was like, <laughs> you wouldn't happen to have any real cakes around here, would you? Oh my, no. I don't care for cake. Too sweet. Now this is called a Lady Baltimore cake. At my age, I don't have much saliva left. So you'll have to lick my thumb before I can turn the page. <laughs> God. <laughs> and Bart's like, can't I just turn the page? No. <laughs> and it's like, Bart's like, uh, but Bart can take home any picture he wants. And he's like, that one? And Agnes slaps his hand and says, no, because it's a coconut cake. <laughs> I, you said he could take any of them home. But not that one. You can take them home, any of you ones you want. <laughs> But not that cake. I don't know anyone that our parents weren't that crazy. They collected no. pictures of us. They never made uh, yeah. any crazy. I don't think our grandma either made any made any no. crazy scrapbooks or anything nuts like that. It was always photos. Photo albums yeah. were always what we got. Yeah. But but Agnes hates her son, so she doesn't have any yes. photos albums <laughs> of him. Um, and Bart and uh, the rest of the class are quietly doing work. Um, and Enda yells at Bart for talking. Yeah, he was just doing <laughs> his work. Bart, shut up. Go to the principal's <laughs> office. Here, take this note. And, uh, you know, Skinner, he, Bart goes to the principal's office. Skinner comes back to the class with Bart. So instead of just reading the note in his office, he wants to humiliate Bart even more. And Skinner's like, Mrs. Krabappel, Bart has something he wants to say to you. Bart's like, I won't say it. Skinner's like, Bart? It's like, oh, I love you, Edna Kerbopple. And then the class erupts in laughter. <laughs> I love that there's like zero context for, for this yeah. at all. Like, Bart's <laughs> like, I love you, Edna Kerbopple. And Sherry and Terry are like, Bart's going to marry the teacher. And <laughs> I was like, where are you registered, Simpson? Oh, my God. Like... At like, this doesn't point, Skinner, doesn't Skinner realize that Bart's going to turn on him? Yeah, like Skinner, Skinner's or Edna, one of the two have to realize, oh, we're messing with Bart Simpson. He's going to screw us over. But what's funny is, is this whole thing started with Skinner and Agnes, and uh, sorry, Skinner and Edna trying to make Bart happy. Yeah. Like this whole thing started with trying to make Bart happy so he would not give up their secret. And now they're pissing him off. Yeah, why the (laughs) when when did this even happen? Like like I don't understand. Like how does this fit into the plot of the like I get where we're going with it, but but the whole point of the like them changing the permanent record thing was to make Bart happy. Why are you pissing Bart off? Yeah. Like, I how think... is that going to help you? 
Yeah, well, obviously they can't really communicate to each other in school outside of, like, talking about school. So but that's obviously the That's what the notes are for. Yeah, okay, and I they're get... using Bart as, as, as the go-between because Bart knows the secret. The problem is now Skinner has humiliated Bart and he should have known that that was a bad idea. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. I, I really don't <laughs> understand it. Yeah. Um, and so Edna tells Bart that what he said is sweet and tells him he can sit down. And as Bart walks back to his seat, he says, they're not going to get away with this. See, you pissed off. You, you flew too close to the sun, Skinner. Yep. And then Krabappel's like, I'm going to step out for a few minutes, class. <laughs> Martin, you're in charge. And Martin's like, now, Bart, um, <laughs> you must promise not to fall in love with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think that that'll be an issue for Bart. No. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, now Bart is pissed because he's like, man, even Martin's scoring off of me. And he's like, all right, I've had enough. And he tells, you know, the class to follow him. And they walk through the halls and he's like knocking on other classroom doors and other students are coming out. And uh, he gets he gets to the janitor's closet and he's like, OK, crew, set your faces to stun." <laughs> which is a Star Trek reference. Set your phasers to stun. Yep. That's pretty good. And so Bart opens the janitor's closet, exposing Skinner and Edna's relationship. And Skinner just looks out. He's like, uh, <laughs> school dismissed. <laughs> yeah. So you guys can go home early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and so now uh, Milhouse, you know, goes home and tell his mom what he saw. And Luann is, like, hanging up her coat, but she, like, misses the hook because, like, she's shocked. Because Milhouse is like, oh, yeah, my teacher and principal are hooking up in the janitor's closet. Like, I and, swear to God, like, parents shouldn't, I mean, why Why would they? I, okay, I guess it's happening on school grounds. If it was happening, yes. like, like, let's say Bart, you know, got pissed off and wanted to, sh like, show them in a backyard or at their house or some somewhere out in public. Okay, maybe that 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 yeah. might, but in school that is kind of wrong. Yeah, no, never do that in school unless it's like after hours and there's nobody there. Yep. Um, and so Sanjay's daughter, who apparently did now <laughs> yeah. exists, I uh, did not know that they went that that kid went to the school. Yeah, uh, she goes to the Quickie Mart and tells her dad and Uncle Apu what she saw, and they just gaping mouth wide open. And uh, now we're back at the Simpsons house and Lisa um, tells Marge and Homer she was in the library when it happened. And she says, Janie told her that Skinner and Edna were in the closet together and naked. Uh, <laughs> they actually weren't naked. They were fully no, clothed. They were fully clothed. I don't know. It's like that playing that game of telephone. Yes, that, that's what it is. Because remember, Lisa said that Janie told her. Yeah, Lisa was being a nerd. Like yeah. Bart, well, that's the funny thing. Like Bart was knocking on like all the classroom doors, like getting everyone to come come with. And Lisa's was Lisa, in the library. What was Lisa even doing in the library? Should she? Even She's be in a class. She's she was reading books. I guess, but why wasn't she in class? I don't know. I'd also like to point out that Lisa has a Krusty the Clown lunchbox. Yeah, she does. Which is kind of weird. Think yeah, did she have the monkey? No, that was Marge that had the monkey's lunchbox. We haven't yes. got Oh, yeah, we saw that. Um, yeah. Didn't she have the Happy Little Elves lunchbox? Happy Little Elves lunchbox. That's what it was. Yeah. Yes. And so, you know, Homer, you know, Homer puts down his paper. He's <laughs> like, 
Wait a minute. Bart's teacher is named Krabappel? I've been calling her Crandall. Why didn't someone tell me? Oh, I've been making an idiot out of myself. <laughs> that's so great. That is okay, great. That's my favorite line of this episode. Oh, like... yeah, that's fantastic. So, hold up. Was he calling her Crandall to her face? Maybe. Or was, I... like, in passing, was he calling her well, Crandall? Maybe to, and... maybe to Bart and Lisa. Like, Bart's yeah. like, hey, how was your day in Mrs. Crandall's class? And then Bart's an idiot and doesn't uh, correct him, I guess. Well, he also doesn't really like Edna, so, I mean, why would he correct him? Yeah. Um, and so now Ralph goes home to tell uh, Wiggum <laughs> and uh, Chief Wiggum and his and his wife what, what he saw. And he's like, Mrs. Krabappel and Principal Skinner were in the closet making babies. I saw one of the babies. The baby looked at me. She figured, like, baby looked at you? Sarah, get me Superintendent Chalmers. And he picks up the phone and she dials the number for him. (laughs) Well, she must be on the PTA or something. Maybe she knows the number. Yeah, but Ralph did not see Krabappel and Skinner making babies. Nope. No, they were oh. not. And so uh, now Chalmers confronts Skinner at school for uh, all, all, all of what's going on. And uh, he's like, Skinner, I'm going to give you a choice. Give up the tawdry, fulfilling relationship, or you both get fired so fast it makes their um, mortar board spin. Now, when I heard mortar board, I had no idea what that was. Oh, I and knew what Chalmers, the mortar board was. And Chalmers tells Skinner to pull his put his on and a mortar board for any of you younger listeners out there who haven't graduated high school or college. It is the cap that you wear with your cap and gown. I had no idea it was called a mortar board. Really? Mort- yeah. I just, well, it's cap and gown. Who calls it a I, mortar board? Like everyone. I don't know. I've never heard <laughs> that word until this episode. I had I, no idea that's what the, 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 the cap was called. I, you you graduated, right? College? So says my two diplomas that I have. Did you do the walkie thing with your gown and hat? Yeah, for both high school co- and college. At, at your college. Yeah, both so of when them. You're filling, so when you're filling out the paperwork to order these things, you didn't read them, did you? No, why would I? Because they don't say cap and gown on them. They say mortarboard and gown. Why would I need to read it? I just circle the size I need. <laughs> <laughs> they, why do i care what it's called just give me the, 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 the correct size it's all i need you know what they should play a prank on people like like if like people like you they should put like chaps and like nipple clamps or something on there and you circle your you circle your size and all of a sudden in the mail you get that and you're like wait this isn't what i ordered and then you look at your order form and realize you got fucked uh, i don't think they're gonna do that but uh so uh so skinner you know puts his mortar board on and he's like, well, I don't want to give up my relationship. So Chalmers fires him and Edna, which I feel like, I, I mean, I guess that is actually the correct decision. I think he'd fire both of them. Now, normally, I feel like in this day and age, the teacher would stay and the principal would be moved to a different school district. You know, this is exactly what I said in the beginning of this episode, or at that part where we were discussing their relationship. Yeah. <laughs> if they even signed the documents. They did sign the documents, clearly. No, but I'm saying if they did sign yeah. the documents, I still think they'd end up being separated. That, I don't, see, I don't know. I, I don't know if they would. 
They yeah, maybe? I don't I don't think well, okay, their actions I would say is more of a fireable offense. Correct. Yeah, having sex then, inside then the, the school then during the, school then hours. The relation, then the relationship. Yeah. yeah, it's it's the act of getting caught mid coitus. Well, they weren't even doing that. <laughs> they still were making fully, out. They were, yeah, that's not that's not <laughs> sexual relations. That's making out. Uh, just, it's still sexual doing, in nature. No. Yes. No. no making kissing, out is no. Kissing. No. Kissing leads to sex. <laughs> <laughs> not for Skinner, apparently. <laughs> well, or so he said. Yes. Um, so Edna says uh, her goodbyes to her class. And she's like, well, it's going to be hard to say goodbye to all of you. We've had a lot of fun together. Nelson, Nelson, Nelson. Oh, how many kids have you beaten up this year? <laughs> I don't know. 50? <laughs> 50. Where does the time go? <laughs> I feel I like, like that's she, a low number for Nelson. I I like the fact that she just doesn't even stop Nelson from beating up kids. <laughs> like, she, she just lets him get away with it. Yeah, and so you know, uh, now we now the camera pans over to Bart. Kind of sad, you know, because he got Skinner and Edna fired. He but should he, like they he's pushed his Skinner, buttons. Well, that and he's gotten Skinner fired before. <laughs> Like, this isn't the first time Bart's gotten Skinner fired. Yeah, but both times weren't really... Bart Bart wasn't the cause of the first time. Because the first time is when he brought his dog in and the dog escaped. Yes. So that's not... That was show and tell. I mean, eh. Can't really blame Bart for that. Um. So Skinner calls Bart into his office. And Bart calls him, you know, it's like, oh, what do you want, Principal Skinner? And uh, Seymour replies... It's Mr. Skinner now. I'm just a man. <laughs> Jeez. And uh, Skinner apologizes to Bart for putting him in such an awkward position. Um, He didn't put him in an awkward position. Well, he did. He did. But, like, you, but you pushed his buttons, man. You made him say embarrassing shit. There was what no reason with- for it. No, no reason for it. And, uh, but he says uh, Bart helped make their love possible and Seymour doesn't know what they'll do without him. And Seymour's like, so long. And uh, <laughs> Bart tells Skinner he doesn't have to leave just because Chalmers told him to. And Skinner's like, what are you getting at? And Bart's like, Bart tells Skinner he's been following orders for his <laughs> whole life. From his mom, the army, Chalmers. And Bart tells him just this once to stand up for himself. Which is technically Bart ordering Skinner to do something. <laughs> yup. <laughs> He's like, yes, Bart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Skinner's like, okay. And then it walks by and she's like, all right, Skinner, Seymour, it's time to go. And Skinner's like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dude is never going to get stopped getting bossed around. No. And so uh, Skinner, you know, he's just about to leave and he stops and he's like, Edna, we're not going anywhere. And I'm going to do something that Bart told me to do a long time ago. 30 seconds he, ago. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. He's talking about boarding up the school. Bart told him to do that a long time ago. Oh. To close the school. Not, no, not, the, fact, not the fact that he should stand up for himself. I thought that's what he was referring to. No, he was referring to the fact because it cuts directly to uh, Skinner barricading himself and, and Bart inside the school. When did Bart ever tell Skinner to board up the school? 
I'm sure plenty of times that we never see. I don't think that's what he meant. I think he, he was referring to Bart standing up for or Skinner standing up for himself. Mm, I don't know the... that says that Bart ever told him to board up the school. I think it was just standing up for himself and his standing up for so. himself means to board up the school. No, because he said a long time ago. I think that's the joke. <laughs> I think I that might no be idea. the joke. No, because like as soon as he says it, it cuts to him barricading the school. I don't know. Um, and so uh, and Skinner's like, we're not leaving until our demands are met. <laughs> what demands to <laughs> let them date? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand yeah. what demands. It's yeah. not a it's not a, a hostage situation. I yeah, I don't know. And so, you know, Willie Willie's the only one left on the school grounds. He's just outside, you know, raking. He's yeah. like, and he's and Willie's like, Willie hears ya. Willie don't care. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's great. I mean, that's, yeah. this back half of this episode actually has some pretty fantastic lines. Like, I yeah. actually use that Willie line quite a bit when someone <laughs> tells me something. It's like. Steven hears ya. Steven don't care. <laughs> uh, and Bart, Bart, uh, Bart's up on the roof with them because apparently he got boarded in school. He wasn't allowed to leave. And yeah. he's like, obviously, you two have no experience causing a scene. <laughs> Clearly. And so, well, Bart, Bart knows. Yes, he does. And so he uses the emergency phone on the roof because just in case you get locked on the roof, I guess. I mean, look, it could happen. Yeah. And he call, makes a call to Kent Brockman to tell him there is an escaped octopus <laughs> on top of the school. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I and the maybe. fact that like Kent's like, we need to go to the school now. Like, <laughs> look, if somebody calls a news station and says, "Hey, there's a thing happening," nobody leaves right away. No, you call you vet, like you should... try to like vet the source first. Well, usually, so what will happen is somebody will call into a okay. news station and say, there's a car crash on I-39. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. then what will happen is you call, like, the whoever's in charge calls the police station that would be covering that crash, and they go, oh yeah, there's a crash, and then so we send somebody it. out there. Yeah. I mean, does that go as far as, I mean, I feel like news reports are usually on the scene pretty quick for like, even like a, a shooting at a mall or something like that. He's like, or is that still the same thing? Like you follow up and make I sure mean, that it's really, I mean, if there's, if there's reports of shots fired, even if it's not even a gun, like if it's fireworks, um, but like if there's reports of shots fired or report of like a heavy police presence, yeah, somebody's out the door, and then, you know, they're still making phone calls to vet, but, like, yeah, if there's, a, like, a heavy police presence somewhere, yeah. yeah, the reporter and photographer are out the door just to be safe. Sure, okay. And then it sucks when you're called back because nothing right. happened. Yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> so there are some circumstances that it, that it can happen. Yeah. Um, but not then... not with an escape. How, first of all, how did an octopus <laughs> escape to get on top of the school? Come on. <laughs> I don't Come know. On, have Kent. you ever seen have you ever seen Finding Dory? That octopus is pretty smart trying to get out of the out of the aquarium. I feel like man. but like I, this is on top of the school. They're nowhere near the freaking ocean. Yep. Or so we think. <laughs> we never know where Springfield really is. <laughs> that is true. Um and Kent starts his report by saying, once again, 
I've been had. <laughs> and he says, uh, says, a more interesting story has developed. A love story. Sure. So, I mean, I guess a principal and a teacher locking themselves in a Oh no! Definitely, or, they would stay. That's, that's but, newsworthy. So yeah, the news would stay. The news, the news people would stay. But like, I don't know if I would call it a love story. <laughs> well, it is. Sure, it's not a hostage to go to hostage situation. It's a love story. I don't know. I feel like Bart was taken against his will. Well, that too, twice now. <laughs> yeah, twice <laughs> to the movie theater and to the school. Yeah. Bart, Bart is getting screwed more ways than one in this episode. Yeah, and uh, Chalmers tells Skinner to get off of his school. <laughs> Skinner's like, Skinner tells Chalmers, "You get off of my school." <laughs> I don't think it works like that. <laughs> no, it's I would say it's Chalmers' school. I mean, he's yeah. the superintendent, and yeah. then Marsh tells Homer that Bart is up there. Um, uh, okay, uh, clearly the town just decided to come out for this. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, no one has anything better to do. Homer's not at work. Well, it's I guess. Nighttime. What? It's night. It's nighttime. Oh, okay. They waited till the end of the school day to to uh, yeah. make out in the closet. Okay, so okay, yeah. maybe. Um. So, uh, um, Homer uh, grabs the bullhorn from Chalmers uh, that he's using to talk and calls up to Bart and asks Bart if he knows where the remote is. <laughs> Because I checked all over the house. <laughs> and then Bart yells down to ask Homer if he checked his pocket. He's like, oh, yeah. And then he <laughs> uses the bullhorn and barges. So he's like, it was in my pocket. <laughs> now, now this scene uh, where Homer uses the megaphone to talk to Marge and Lisa, who are standing right next to him, was ad-libbed by Dan Castellaneta. Oh, that's hilarious. Because, <laughs> I that's mean, he's a good. funny guy. Why Why would he? Yeah. Uh, so Wiggum is reading a book on police psychology and tries to use reverse psychology. He's like, all right, I don't care. Why don't you stay in the school? And Bart's like, okay. He's like, damn. Reverse psychology does not work on grownups or nope. Bart. No, it does uh, not. You know, and then Wiggum has them bring up a sound truck and starts playing music, which Edna and Skinner, you know, just dance to. Yeah. Um, and, uh, the, uh, um, song, which is, which is actually played is called Ensemble You by George Gershwin and Ira Gershwin. Uh, Never... it's Embraceable You. Oh, sorry. Embraceable You. Sorry. I, I read that wrong. No shit. Um, yeah, this is, so what they did here is a similar tactic to, uh, the U.S. troops, what the U.S. troops used during Operation just cause got a lower <laughs> us government and operation names in an attempt to force manuel noriega out of the vatican embassy in panama city what year was that like i feel like was that 80s or was that 90s uh i i have a feeling because i've heard it... of the noriega thing like i've i've i, I know the know. name like, you know when did that happen like when that happened in uh, December of 1989. Okay, so very late. Okay, very late 80s. So you were six. I mean, I mean, I I guess playing crappy music gets people to leave places. <laughs> I feel like that only happens when you're in places. Like when you're at a bar yeah. at the end of the night or, 
you know, when I used to work for Hollywood video, I, I used that tactic. Like I'd rape, play yeah. really crappy music over the, over yeah. the uh, system to get people to leave the store. Never really worked too well, but I, I did think it was funny to try. Did you try playing crap. country music? Cause I'd leave right away. Yeah. Country music was definitely top of the list. I tried, I tried like uh, hinting songs, like closing time. Like for oh, a good week straight, I played closing time <laughs> just to see if I could get people to leave the, the video yeah. store. Um, yeah. That was kind of a dick, but uh yeah, so Bart, Edna, and Skinner have uh, now fallen asleep when a corded phone is thrown through the window because <laughs> clearly they don't have phones inside the school. Yeah, that was weird. Because that's what hostage negotiators usually <laughs> typically do is they'll call yeah. the building. Uh, yeah. But the phone rings and Skinner answers the phone and uh, Chalmers wants Skinner to uh, end the barricade. They want, yeah. they want him to come out. They're done with yeah. this. Yeah. And Skinner's like, we're coming down. We're not no. coming. Oh, sorry. We're not coming down until our jobs are reinstated and you acknowledge and celebrate our love. And Skinner or Superintendent Chalmers like, no one would like to celebrate your love more than I, but I'm a public servant and not permitted to use my own judgment in any way. <laughs> I mean, that's very, I mean, technically saying he's supposed to be non-biased. Yep. And Kabrabble's like, let us take our case directly to the townspeople. Chalmers is like, Oh yeah, that'll be real productive. <laughs> Who do you want to talk to first? Uh, the guy in the bumblebee suit or the one with the bone through his hair? <laughs> and Sly Joe Mel pops his head out. He's like, my opinions are as valid as the next man's. <laughs> why are why why are they even there? Because it's a spectacle. Is, I guess there's nothing else on TV right now. These people Probably are just, not. just showing up. And uh, and Skinner says it's time, time. And Edna asks what he's going to do. And Skinner says he's going to tell everyone that he loves Edna. I mean, Aww. might as well. I think they already know this. <laughs> yeah. They don't have to yeah. go down there and tell them. They locked themselves in the school because of it. <laughs> yeah. I think they know. They're well aware. Yeah. And, you know, Bart says, uh, says that's nice. But you need to do something that'll grab the townspeople's attention. <laughs> Like Bart's Bart's just fucking with these guys now. Yeah. It's like you fuck with me, I fuck with you. Yeah. And then then Skinner steps out on the out onto the school and opens up his coat, showing something strapped to his chest. And Skinner's like, I have a bomb. And the crowd <gasps> asks. And then Wiggum looking through like binoculars, he's yeah. like, Hey, wait a minute. Those are hot dogs. Armor hot dogs. <laughs> Chal Chalmers like what kind of man wears armor hot dogs? <laughs> I just love the infatuation with Simpsons writers and armor hot dogs. I know. Armor like, hot dogs. Yep. Ugh. That was during the, that was the Selma. That was the, where they sung the song in the, around the table, right? The same as the chicken tonight song. Is that remember, the chicken? Remember, yeah. Yeah. Remember yeah. this was like, does the, this family know any songs that aren't like commercials <laughs> or something? Uh, no, no, they don't. Nope. No, something they with don't. The, something with the Simpsons and Armor Hot Dogs. I uh, like that too much. Yeah. And so Skinner realizes Bart's plan isn't working. And Enna just tells Skinner <laughs> to speak from the heart. And so Enna tells Skinner to explain how they brought each other happiness and asks them why two dedicated educators should have to choose between their jobs and their hearts. Because one of you is a principal and the other one is a teacher and there is a power imbalance. 
Yes, that's why. And so uh, Maude, Maude Flanders is like, excuse me, Edna. I don't think we're talking about love here. We're talking about S-E-X in front of the C-H-I-L-D-R-E-N. And Krusty's <laughs> like, sex cauldron? I thought they closed that place down. I love that reference to the fact that Krusty is illiterate. Yep. It's fantastic. Yep. I'm surprised. Well, he, knows, well, he knows how to spell sex. Well, it's a three-letter word. <laughs> <laughs> and he's had probably a lot of it. Probably. But now, I, it's funny. I was, like, thinking back to the burlesque house. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, oh, they shut yeah. that place down. So, But no, but that wasn't called cauldron. the sex cauldron. Nope, that was the burlesque house. Because, yeah. And so uh, Skinner asks what the crowd is talking about. And Hibbert says his children told him that uh, Edna and him were having sex in the janitor's closet. And Wiggum chimes in. Uh, he's like, yeah, making babies. And Skinner <laughs> says what they are saying is absurd. And he did not have relations in that closet. Wait, when did this episode come out? 97? When was the Bill Clinton scandal? 96. Was it? Wasn't it 96? I don't remember. Or was it? I had to have been. If this, unless there's no reference to that and it just kind of. Um, there, uh, so Clinton Lewis, Clinton and Lewinsky scandal, uh, they started their relationship in 95. And it lasted 18 months, ending in 97. So, okay. Well, 96 was, it was going on. So my guess is, is they, that's where this came from. I'm guessing the whole, yeah. I did not have sexual relations with that woman was uttered yeah. in 96. Yeah. And it had to have been. Yep. So I was right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So God, I just actually, you know, funny thing is I just got that reference right now. Yep, because I did not realize it when I was watching the episode. Um, and he's like, he's like, the fact is, he hasn't ever had. But before he can admit to being a virgin, he stops. And Chalmers is like, okay, Skinner, come on, keep talking. <laughs> and then is like, Seymour, you have to tell the crowd. And Skinner's <laughs> like, I'm a virgin. And Nelson goes. <laughs> And Homer asks if this means Kerbopal is a virgin too. And I was like, ah! <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not no. a virgin. Oh, okay. No. And I and I have 2020 vision. But but see, uh, I like the I like the fact that the the whole thing okay, so yes, the whole in 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 you know, the whole thing of them having sex in the closet was kind of the yeah. rumor that was going around town. Yeah. But I still the making out in the closet though during school hours still should be a fireable offense. I don't I don't see yes. why why yeah. no one's bringing that up. Like everyone's like, "Oh, you had <laughs> sex in the closet." Oh, you didn't? Cuz you're a virgin? Well, you still should be making out in the closet. Correct. That is correct. And so Chalmers says uh Skinner has been falsely accused because no one anywhere <laughs> would pretend to be a 44-year-old virgin. I feel like in this day and age I, I feel like people are probably more comfortable with their with their life that they're okay saying whether or not they've had sex. Yeah, I but feel like, like in ninety seven, in ninety seven, people were still prudes. No, I say, well, I mean, all the way up forever, like up until yeah. maybe twenty ten, maybe maybe slightly before. But no, no, no. In the nineties, it was like oh, you've never had sex. I know in college, yeah. like even in co like I was in college in two thousand one through two thousand five, and 
I mean, it was one of those things where it's like you just didn't want to tell people that. Like it was, mm-hmm. it, it felt naughty not to yeah. be like I've never well, had sex. And also, like, and especially as like a, a young adult male yeah. or even female, like, like if you're a young adult female and you're like, oh yeah, I've had a lot of sex, and you're going to be labeled a slut. Or yep. if you're a young adult male and you're like, well, I've never had sex, you're going to get made fun of because you've never had sex. <laughs> yep. Like, so yeah, it was a very taboo. I think nowadays more people it you know the weird thing to me too is that so many people have kids do like people just like turn their brain offs to not understand where babies come from anymore (laughs) well i think it's more of it's more of like parents i mean i i don't know what i mean i feel like in our day and age it was like parents were against it because they didn't want their teenage daughters having you know teenage pregnancy like yeah you know even this day and age i'm sure most parents aren't going to be like yeah we might be more comfortable with sexuality and and that it that it actually happens but i still think parents this day and age still don't want their kids to be running out with babies at 16 but the but but that that comes to education and parents need to step up with sexual education because so many parents are like well i don't want my kid to learn about this in school then they need to step up and be comfortable and talk about it so that you don't have that issue. But that's yep. off topic. So, uh, Krusty and Hibbert agree with Chalmers because, you know, it's Krusty and Hibbert. Uh, and Willie, <laughs> Willie's like, I won't look at Skinner the same again. <laughs> uh, did Skinner? Uh, I mean, okay. Look, we know Skinner pretty well. I mean, I guess he was in the army. He probably did some tours <laughs> in Vietnam and stuff, but. I feel like if you look at who Skinner is, he lives with his mom. First oh, of all, yeah. I feel like Willie should just know at least yeah. there's something weird going on with Skinner. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, Chalmers says, uh, you know, everybody overreacted and, and asked if they can have their jobs back. And Chalmers says, yes, because he's a moron. And yep. he's like, and he tells them to keep the lewdness to a minimum and runs off. <laughs> apparently he's embarrassed for Skinner that he's a virgin. Yep. Uh, apparently. And so, um, so I guess it's still the same day. I don't know anymore. Cause Bart asks, uh, grabs his backpack and says goodbye to Skinner. And, uh, Oh yeah. I'm guessing Sk- they're cleaning up. They're, they're cleaning yeah. up for the day. Yeah. And Skinner stops Bart to thank him. Yep. And uh, Bart asks if they're going to get married or something. But Edna says they've decided to break up. And, you know, Bart's confused. They're like, you just went through all this crap and now you're going to break up? Yeah. And Skinner's like, they say they can't continue to build a private relationship in public. (laughs) No shit. And the town is watching their every move with a fine-tooth comb. I don't think they are anymore. They don't give a shit. They went home. Yeah, they think you're a virgin. Yeah. Or he is. I don't know. Whatever it is, they don't give a shit. They're done. Yeah. But they're probably doing this for Bart's. Yes. You know. Um, well, well and, if you continue on. Yeah. And Edna says that she uh, she's used to humiliation, but not in front of a crowd that size. <laughs> I don't Bart know. I feel says, like she got humili- humiliated at Pimento Grove when she was stood up by Gordy Howe. Yeah, exactly. Well, the, that again, she was upset. No one else in the restaurant probably knew that she got stood That's up. That's fair. And uh, Bart says they seem like such a good couple. And Edna explains when Bart gets a little older, he's going to learn romances don't turn out exactly the way you hope. (laughs) 
Anna, well, it's in, true. in her life, yeah. And, you know, Bart leaves, leaves as Skinner and Edna walk to the janitor's closet. And Skinner's like, that's why I love elementary school, Edna. The children believe anything you tell them. <laughs> and he starts laughing as he, you know, shuts the shuts the door to the, the janitor's mm-hmm. closet. To to uh, make out or have the sex. And uh, yeah, this time they're probably going to have the sex. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, yeah, this this episode, man. It's an I'm episode. Torn. I'm torn. Like, yeah. like really, I'm torn. Like, I want to give it a three because it's not that great. But I'm like, some of the, the the script writing and the jokes are great. But yeah. it's, it's, okay, so I'm going to say not not a five. Like, it's definitely out of the five. Oh, range. no, it's not a five. Not out of the five range. I'm into the four, into the three. Like, I don't know. I don't think the plot really works. I don't really like Skinner and Enda together. It's not really my favorite thing. I'm going to go three. Don't have a cow, man. I mean... I, the the Homer quote I've been calling her Crandall absolutely love it I <laughs> love Ralph quote. and the babies in the closet I love Willie's line but those are just lines they're not yeah <laughs> I mean they you know it it's it's interesting because I remember this episode pretty well from like the few times I've seen it in the past yeah yeah and and maybe maybe back in the day when I was younger like because when this episode you know when this episode came up I'm like oh it's this episode I'm like oh yeah, I remember this was an awesome episode. And then I rewatched it and it's just like, oh, maybe it's not as good as I thought it was. Yeah. Right. right? Like, do you remember this being a really good episode? I did. Yes. Like I was watching it thinking, oh, I loved this episode. I loved watching it. And like, after it was over, I'm like, I must've seen this differently as a kid or something. Yeah. I, well, like... I, I, I mean, there's definitely a few, I mean, there's quite a few, references that definitely went over our heads as kids absolutely yeah like maybe. the bill clinton one the the operation just cause um yep. you know all that so i i'm gonna give it a four sprinkles i think i still think it's hilarious there's some really funny stuff i think the the fact that skinner and Ed, well skinner and Edna basically abused bart Yes. Does not make any sense because I know, that's that's where I want to give that's where I want to give it a three. Like it doesn't make any sense. The whole point of making Bart happy was to keep their secret, and they could have kept yeah. their secret had they not done that. But I also think it plays into that like it's a new it's a new romance. You're kind of in that honeymoon moon phase. You're kind of like maybe they both feel like they're kind of like children and it's you know it's secret so they're like oh we have this kid who knows what's going on let's use him to pass notes the problem is skinner flew way way too close to the sun and made yeah. bart tell edna that he loves her yeah and he humiliated bart and that was the fatal flaw but the whole so, the whole thing was is like they they brought him into the permanent record room to be like here's your yeah. permanent record if you keep our secret you will get rid of this. Yeah. So that's making Bart happy by doing the no passy thing and stuff. <laughs> like it's, it's almost like, it's almost like blackmail to Bart. Like that's what it makes yeah. it seem like. It's like Skinner and Edna have something on Bart, which they don't, they have nothing yeah. on Bart. Yeah. Bart I, has I, everything I, on them. Bart should have been fucking with them. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I kind of, I wonder, I'm sticking with my form sprinkles, but I wonder if there was like, because remember, this episode aired like, what, three weeks later? Yeah, so after the hiatus, yep. I kind of wonder if maybe there was a disconnect in the writer's room. I, I feel like that wouldn't happen. Yeah, and I mean, it, after talking with Bill Oakley and how smooth that episode yeah. went, then again, Schwarzwelder wrote that one versus this yeah. one was Rachel Pluto, which yeah. I have never heard that name I, before. So I don't know. Uh, will we ever hear it again? Not I next will. episode, that's for sure. Um, I just looked. Um, yeah, maybe maybe there was some kind of disconnect. I have a feeling that they wanted to get to Bart exposing the relationship to get the town involved. And they were probably like, well, how do we do that? And this was their idea and it doesn't click. No, but it, I don't think I... it drags. I don't think it drags it enough down for me to give it a three because it's yeah. still very enjoyable. So yeah, four sprinkles. All right. Sounds good. So let's finish it off with our character profile. And this week we have the mathemagician. <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> and... even get a real name. He's just the nope. mathemagician. Yep. Who looks like Bill Gates. Um, his identity, party mathematics entertainer. He wears wizard's blue robe, pointy hat, horned rim glasses, tools of trade, a chalkboard and chalk. Uh, yep. I mean, could have brought a whiteboard to, you know, erase it easily, but, you know, um, and secret shame can't divide well. No, he cannot. Which is weird because he divided perfectly fine the first time. <laughs> and on the Correct. exact second, the second equation, <laughs> he fucked up. Now, yeah. the only thing I can think of, the only thing I can think of is the animators were like, Oh, I know how to divide. And yeah. then when they were, then they read the script and had him animating the second part and got it wrong. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the animation was supposed to be. Like, was that original, like, uh, original equation never supposed to be there? I, I'm sure it was. Like, did he draw, like, the animator drew it? He's like, oh, fuck, I drew it wrong. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I know what I'll do. I'll just draw it right next to it. And no one will even notice that I wrote drew it the wrong the first time. Except <laughs> for smart except for smart Simpson watchers, and we notice these things. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. As of this episode, I do want to say we finally cracked 300 followers on Spotify. We're at 301 currently. So thank you to everyone who has clicked the follow button on Spotify. And since we edit and produce our Spotify, our uh, podcast through Spotify. That's all I can get from uh, from that from the numbers. Like I can't get any other numbers. At least I don't know how to. So if anyone knows, just send us a message. Let me know how. But what I can say is that for Spotify, it's twenty seven percent of our listenership, and another twenty seven percent of our listenership. It, or 29% is other podcasting platforms. And so we at least have another, you know, 350 people listening on other platforms other than Spotify. And then we got other people on Apple and Amazon. So I don't, I don't know what our numbers are, but it's amazing to see the amount of people that are listening to us. And thank you guys so much for following us. Cause this has been an amazing journey and we only got another, I think 600 more episodes to go. So Definitely keep up with us. So you can find us on all the podcasting platforms. 
But if you are on Spotify, make sure to follow. That way we kind of keep our numbers and kind of see where we're going. Um, you can also watch our uh, podcast on YouTube, listen to us on YouTube music. So definitely check us out there. Um, if you like to follow us on social media, the Simpsons did it pod on both Instagram and threads. Um, if you like to leave us feedback, email us the Simpsons did it pod at gmail.com or call us and leave us a voicemail at 612-584-0986 and leave us a voicemail uh, after Jaden LeBron's amazing voicemail message. So until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. And I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It.